This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're well and truly on, on there, aren't we? Definitely are. Right, let's go. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. Thanks again, Agent Cook. So my, my missus asked me why we weren't eating and why we're hungry. I said, I'm hungry because there's a podcast next week. Then she asked me why we've not got the heating on, so we'll be cold. I said, why will we be cold? I said, because there's a podcast <laughs> on Wednesday. If you got that, great. If you didn't, let's just move on and pretend to say it, like Russ does every <laughs> single week. Evening all, cheers for tuning in to the Scarf the Gala War, the number one Stockport County weekly live show with me, Nick Lee. Another momentous week is behind us, another one ahead of us, and a football league place is starting to get even closer than Neymar and his sister. If you got that, great. If you didn't, let's just move on. Pretend I didn't say it like Russ does every single week. So, what have we got in store for you this week? To tell We've us got... It's yeah, our uh, resident man with a plan that doesn't involve flan. Of course it doesn't involve flan. It's a show about counting your silly sausage. It's Russ Johnson. Hello. That, that was one of the best intros you've ever done. That was Thanks, you've, you've, mate. you've topped it. You've topped it. Um, we're going to look forward to Yeovil. We've got uh, Dave Coates coming on from Glover's Cast. He'll be joining us very soon. We're joined by fan guest Steve Wright, or Wrighty, as he likes to be known. So we'll call him Wrighty from, for this show. That's not Steve Wright, the Suffolk Strangler. No, and it's not Steve Wright in the afternoon either. It's a completely different... It's a, it's a Stockport County Steve Wright. It's our very they're, own... They're my two least favourite Steve Wrights, so he'll definitely okay. be an improvement on them. Okay, great. I'm glad yeah. you approve. Uh, we'll talk about Grimsby, Solihull, stewarding, day trippers, and much, much more. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about... I mean, the, the word that I can really associate with County at the minute is wow. 
Wow, wow indeed. I'm glad you said wow, Russ. I'm really, really, really glad you said wow. Because, speaking of wow, this week's podcast is sponsored by another Stockport team in fine form, Video Arcade Machine Manufacturer Arcade Wow. Their premium quality, brand new retro style arcade machines are popular in homes and businesses and come with over 15,000 games, including classics such as Space Invaders, Donkey Kong and Pac-Man. Pronounced Pokemon, what? You can see all their arcade machines and even arrange a visit to their Stockport showroom at arcadewow.co.uk or see the link in the video description. And as part of that collaboration, county fans can get a £50 discount by using code TSBW at the checkout. And if deliveries for the Northwest, oh, well, that's that's good for all of us, you can select collect as your <laughs> delivery option and Arcade Wow will deliver and install it for free saving you a further 99 of your post-Brexit pounds. And we get a share of that too. So visit Stockport's very own arcadewow.co.uk and save £149 today. Fantastic. Right, without further ado, let's get our first guest out, which is Wrighty, Steve Wright, and in the late afternoon. This is the Scarf Bagara War, a Stockport County fan-created podcast, blog, YouTube live show and website. Find us at thescarfbagarawar.co.uk. For county fans, by county fans. Hey, yo. Good evening. evening How are you? Very well, mate. Very well. I like the uh, the Steve Wright uh, links to other people that are quite <laughs> famous. But uh, I've actually got a story from Grimsby away where I was uh, the guy's coming down the coach and he's uh, you know ticking off his names for who's on there. So I said, oh yeah, uh, Steve Wright. Guy in front of me. No word of a lie. Name was Steve Wright. Spelled exactly the same as well. So there's two was, Steve Wright county fans. So he's was he the Suffolk Strangler or the radio DJ? He could well have been, you know. He could well have been. Who knows? I might have to watch out for that one. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Right. So, uh, Wrighty, you just join us for the whole for the whole show. Later on, we'll have a chat to you about like why you support county and your story and things like that. Uh, but before we do that, let's get Dave Coates out from... Uh, Glover's cast and have a chat with him about the Yeovil match coming up this Saturday. Hello, Dave. Good evening, gentlemen. How are we? Good evening, Dave. I've realised three things since I've been listening to you guys. One, I need to improve intros. If I can't get Neymar and his sister in, then what's (laughs) going wrong? Two, I want to buy an arcade machine now and I don't know why. I live in the Northwest, so I can save myself 149 quid. And three, I'm far too depressed to be on this podcast. The three of you are just going to make me look like the most miserable man in the world. So, but we'll, you'll, you'll discover why in a minute. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's kind of why we'll get it out of the way first. And then we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, you can go get your tea and go and have a pint or whatever, and we'll, we'll carry on. Um, so yeah, let's talk about Yeovil and, and talk about the team that you played against us it's sort of in the three nil we've gone through a massive transition since then um in terms of your season overall where where are you at now where's Yeovil town at bang mid-table which is probably where when when I spoke to you back in September uh, was where I thought we would be and probably surprised ourselves a little bit because I think you're the when we beat you 11th of September, just looking at it. We'd, we'd beaten Halifax at home. We've obviously gone on to have a decent season as well. Uh, and we, we were three in a row, but our problem has been one of streaks. We've had we've had decent little runs and 
absolutely terrible little runs. And at the moment, we're probably more in a terrible one than we are in a good one. <laughs> when I look at your results, I think to myself, well, our runs aren't really that impressive in comparison, are they? But um, yeah, I mean, looking at the team that we put out at your place, uh, I mean, they're pretty much everybody still there. The only exception is uh, Joe Quigley. He scored the second goal who we flogged to Chesterfield. Uh, they paid six figures for him. Goodness knows how they, how anybody thought he was worth six figures. But there we go. Um, a, a lot of those players, one of them's now our assistant manager, which we can come on to if you like about what happened to our yeah. actual manager. One of them's gone back on loan to Millwall. But yeah, the rest of them are pretty much about, I think, still. So, so that, yeah, that, that, that was going to be sort of my, certainly my next question was the manager left for Woking. Correct. Yep. So yeah. So about... what what happened there? Because that's a step. That's a step back, surely. Well, um, it, it, he he was offered a contract which extends beyond the end of this season. I mean, presently our situation is we've got, as far as we know from public statements, the club met. You know, when you sign someone, they say, "Oh, they've signed an eighteen-month contract, a two-year contract." So when we add it all up, beyond the end of this season, we are one player on contract. We have no manager. Because uh, he was out of contract at the end of the season and no one had done anything with his contract. So he got offered a contract at Woking, um, apparently rang our owner, our chairman up and told him the offer he'd been made. And the owner told him, take it. Uh, so if Woking are outbidding you for something, with all due respect to Woking, <laughs> you're, in, you're in a pretty dire situation, aren't you? So we now have our assistant manager, a guy called Charlie Lee, who'd been around in the sort of yeah. lower reaches of, of the Football League. Uh, he'd come back. He was a player for us. He'd come back about a month, uh, six weeks beforehand, taken over assistant manager, never been an assistant manager or a coach or anything. He retired from playing um, earlier on this season. Uh, he's now finds himself as manager, which is just bizarre. And we have a player called Josh Staunton, who's injured at the moment, uh, and he is his assistant manager. Uh, so... It is an absolutely depressingly bonkers situation to be in. But Sounds like all hands to the pump, doesn't it? Well, uh, there, there ain't many hands to put to the pump. That's a problem. <laughs> I just find in the league, Dolly, it's, like, it's almost like three leagues in one. So you touch on the fact that, you know, you can go on a little bit of a run, um, if, especially if you get a few decent fixtures in, in your, you know, in, in a bulk and that, in a month, you can actually go on a decent run. But... Um, I do find that the top five or six are a little bit, you know, out of range from the others, especially with the money and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they say, I'm sure everyone who comes on here says, and I, and I know you guys are quite open and honest about the fact that there's obviously been a lot of money been spent at, um, uh, at Stockport and, and fair enough. You've got some brilliant players. You've got, you got a team there that's far too good to be at this level, but uh, you know, Wrexham, they've got they've got a lot of good players uh, there as well. And then there's teams like Halifax, who maybe haven't spent quite as much money, but they've probably got a decent pool to draw from there. We've got West Yorkshire one side, Manchester the other side, haven't you? So, yeah, we we, we just can't compete with anybody who's got money. And we've got a, a chairman who's uh, put us in a city, you know, borrowing money hand over fist. We've, we've taken best part of a million pound of loans from Sport England. Uh, add on to about another million pounds that he'd borrowed to buy the club two years ago, uh, let a mortgage the money against the ground. This all sounds quite familiar to Stockport fans, you know. Owners, yeah. I'm getting a cluster headache thinking about it. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
until until something changes, we, we've said it all, all all season. Till everything changes, nothing changes, and just need to get yourself coming. a rugby club now. Yeah, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Don't yeah. do that. No, yeah. uh, so they don't really I, do rugby. I, I, I do. I do want to touch about on the off-field stuff a bit more. But before we do, yeah. Ben Barkley is he obviously he's still on loan at your place? Is he is he out injured or? No, no, no. He's been he's been oh. a regular ever since he he, he came in. Uh, he he played on last two games. So we lost to Oldershot and we drew nil nil with our local rivals Weymouth, which yeah, more depressing conversations to be had around those two games. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I travelled all the way from Lancashire to Yeovil to watch those two games. Lucky I had a decent Easter aside from the football. But um, yeah, no Ben Barkley, fantastic. Thank you very much. He's been he's been brilliant. He's uh, it's quite funny because when when we played at your place, he had an absolute stinker, didn't he? And he, he, did, he, yeah. he got yeah. dragged off at half time. Uh, and when we signed him, we thought, "What that bloke?" You know, the bloke they let Joe uh, Joe Quigley and Adi Yusuf give him the run around, but he's been fantastic. I mean, you've obviously got some very good players in your de- in, in in your defence because he good good header of the ball, you know, great tackler, good positional play, it playing in a yeah, a team where there is going to be a lot of uh, pressure coming on you looks at looks a very good player. Looks a player that's too good to be playing for us, and he's not he's not ours, is he? So, and he won't be playing for us this weekend. So, yeah, no, he's been fantastic. Yeah, it's a strange one with Barkley because when when we signed him in the summer, he he was kind of one of the big signings we expected yeah. a lot from, and then yeah, he, he, he's one. I mean, it's probably in double figures the number of players who had the confidence just shot to pieces by the previous yeah. manager. Um, and he, yeah, he, he struggled more than other. I think he, he scored in one of Challoner's first games, didn't he? He scored yeah, he in did. the five nil against Kings Lynn, I think. Yeah, uh, but we didn't, didn't see him after that. Yeah, no. And he, he's coming. He's he's got a lot of game. Yeah, I think he's played probably every game since he's uh, since he's been here. He may have had one one out uh, through an injury, but now he's been fantastic. He's um, if we could keep him, we would, but we can't afford him. So you can have him back, <laughs> but please keep him till the end of the season. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I think he's on a three-year contract with us. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you'd, you'd expect us to be keeping hold of him unless someone's going to pay a fee, which, yeah. I don't know, well, maybe, maybe we'll put him in the shop window. We'll have to check down the back of your, back of your couch, Dave, see if you can get some money say, together. I'm just looking. I've probably got like 350 something like that. That's probably <laughs> more than you get from the chairman, I think. But, yeah, let's <laughs> borrowed some more money off someone. So, so who's... Um... Who's the, who's the key players to look out for then on Saturday? I, I'm travelling down for the match, so I'll uh, I'll take your advice on board and keep my eye out for him. Who, uh, who are we okay. looking for? The, 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 the players that I'm really looking forward to seeing that I can associate with Yeovil, Paddy Madden, Miles Hippolyte. Um, they're all ex-Yeovil. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> <don't>, <laughs> I'm dreaming. I'm just dreaming of those players playing for us again. Um, so players to watch out for. The, the problem is we got... Because it's such a small squad, we've had so many players that have been playing so much football that coming to the end of the season, they're we're bang mid table. We're not going to go up. We're not going to go down. So they're not really turning it on. And that's what we saw over the Easter weekend. We've got a decent player called Tom Knowles who plays down the uh, either right or left side. Uh, he came from Cambridge a couple of years ago. Never stops running. One of those players that everyone loves because he, he just picks the ball up and he goes. They got a great shot. Um, hasn't scored for a little while, but he's a very he's a very good player when he's um, when he's in the mood. Got another player on the other flanks called um, Charlie Wakefield, who's. 
been a bit hot and cold this season for us, but when he's hot, he's he's fantastic. Um, he was a Chelsea schoolboy and uh, he had loads of injuries, really bad. He's played more games this season than in the previous five seasons of his career. So, wow. um, yeah, but he, he's had the opportunity because he's he, well, he managed to stay fit, which is first time in his career that he's done that. But he is a he's a very good player, but. It's depressing talking about some of these players because uh, they're all going to be out of contract come the end of the season. Um, well, our, our director of football is watching this right now going, yep, we'll just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it. sort of crowds have you been getting, Dave, at, uh, at Yeovil this year? Co- couple of thousand, maybe. I think you're going to bring about a thousand, aren't you, down by the sounds mm. of it. So, yeah, a couple of thousand is, a, is about the average. I mean, the situation off the field has turned a lot of people off um that there's a chairman that's not been there well so he turned up for a couple of games at the start of the season we played bournemouth in the fa cup on the tv around january turned up then surprise surprise no one's seen hiding hair of him since there's a lot of hopefully if you hear anything from our end you'll hear uh chance of priest and out because that's the that's the owner no experience in running um a football club uh, in the past, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, there's someone could come in, they've got different uh, different ideas. One of these people promised a lot, has delivered very little, has racked up uh, an awful lot of debt. As I say, we borrowed nearly a million quid from, from Sport England, which, okay, it's 25 years, you've got to repay it, and it's no interest for four years. That's still a million quid. And to us, a yeah. million quid is... Uh, that might as well be a billion quid. Um, so, yeah, we're in a we're in a pretty dire situation, and and people have voted with their feet. There's been talk on and off, well, more on than off, about there being a takeover. There's a consortium that's um, around and involved. I think probably last time I was on, I was talking about this, and it's still not happened. Uh, so, no, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, if we are in, if we haven't gone into administration by the start of next season, um, if we're still around. And we're not part time, it will be a pretty good situation. But I don't think you boys will be having me back next year because you'll be talking to football league fans, not like me. <laughs> we might get, we might, uh, we might still have you on and you know, throw yeah, a few take crumbs. Pity on me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, throw, throw a few crumbs. <laughs> yeah, chop them so annoyed at myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you talk, you talk about good and bad times with football clubs, people generally associate these, these bad times with. Teams dropping through the leagues uh, and whatnot, but I, I really associate it with the likes of. I know Derby's been a bit of the, well, it's their own doing a little bit. But you look at other teams that have, have dropped in; they haven't got the finances to, to be sustainable. Effectively, I, I I call on them as bad times and sad times, really, for these these clubs that we will, you know, steeped in history and we lose, but you know, through time and stuff. It, it's it, we've seen it with Macclesfield, we've seen it with Bury. Just it's sad, really, and and yeah. we feel your pain a little bit, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Old, I think Oldham are going through the same at the moment as well. They're they're dropping like a stone. Probably Scunthorpe as well. So, yeah. have you, Dave? Have you got a um, a supporters group that, that heads up some sort of action or? So there's a supporters trust. Lovers Trust is called, um, which Ian, who does the podcast with me, Ian and Ben. Uh, so Ian's a member of the of the trust, uh, and they actually had a call it an asset or community value that they registered against yep. the against the ground. It may have happened in Stockport case, I'm not it sure. It did. I was, yeah, yeah. was part of that for us. Uh, Russell, yeah, Russell, yeah, right. that, yeah. 
Ah, okay. Well, well, they had so so they had that. They triggered it when again, this is another story. But a couple of years ago, the the owner was looking to sell the ground to the council, and it's still something that could could still happen. Yep, yep. Um, and it was we'll give you two and a half million quid. You know, safeguard Somerset's only professional football club. Um, but we'll you know take. But you all know you got bricks and mortar. You got bricks and mortar. Someone gives you money, great, it's money, but. It can soon disappear, can't it? It can all be, you know. And I'm, I'm not saying anybody's going to take money out uh, illegally or anything, but it can get frittered away. And when you liquidate an asset like that, yeah, that, that's what you've done, haven't you? So the Glover's Trust, when that deal was coming through, they activated the ACV. They got six months to go out and try and raise the money to buy the club. You know, Yeovil, say, a couple of thousand, even even in our, at our headiest of days, we weren't getting more than 7,000 um, at home. Can't fit more than 9,000 in the place anyway. Mm. So, um, so we're never going to be able to raise the money to buy the club. So what they did was they went out and looked for a consortium of someone who might be interested in buying the club. They found it. It's this, this, this group, Simul Sports, they're called. Probably the, they've got Mark. Bircham, I'm not sure if he's a name familiar. Play for QR, play for Millwall, yeah. midfielder yeah. with a dodgy haircut and injury record. He he's involved <laughs> in that group, um, uh, and so. But that's been going on for such a long time now. They're in, they're out, are they? Yeah. Uh, that, so nobody really knows what's going on. And I say the chairman, nobody's seen hiding a hair of them. Now on the podcast, we have been asking. We always ask for questions from people, and they, um, uh, you know, everyone says. What's going on with the takeover? Why isn't the chairman speaking to us? Whatever. So we decided, or Ben and Ian, I should give them credit for, they put together a, a letter, open letter, and it said, Scott Priestnell, we want to know what's going on. Well, tell us about the finances. We've got no players. We've got no manager. What the hell's going on? This guy's not been seen hiding air for, for months and months and months. We put it on change.org. We said, right, if you, if, if you care about this, put your name to it. We got like 1,500 people put their name to it within a matter of days, including, uh, and there were actually Stockport fans who went on there. So if they're listening, thanks for thanks for doing that. But other clubs put on, you know, that have found himself in this situation. Anyway, Chairman's coming on the podcast next week. So um, we're going to be able to put those questions to him. Nice. And uh, hopefully a few more as well to ask him Crazy. what is going on. So, you know, nice. what's he going to say? Is he going to, is he going to, Say, oh yeah, it's uh, you know, this, it's all it's all sorted. We've got this 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 brand new deal that's going to come out. I don't know, but at the very least, he's going to come and and front up and answer your questions. I think so. Yeah, nice. Simon Lomas. This all sounds positive for county point of view. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah, jinxed it. Um, just before we go back to the match, um, when's that podcast out? Is it is it Thursday? Yours comes out? Is it? Uh, it's on a Friday, so it'll be Friday. Uh, a week a week on Friday, 29th. Yeah, okay. so we've got him on Thursday night, record with him Thursday night, and then it'll be it'll be on then. So yeah, well, right, if okay. he turns yeah, up, it's, okay. It's called Glover's Cast, and Glover's Cast. What's the podcast? Sounds like it's worth listening. It's called Glover's Cast, and it's available in the Fan Hub app. So in our division, you just change the club from Stockport County to Yeovil, and it's all there for you to to consume. So, remember yeah. to change it back after. It automatically changes it back when you re when you restart the app. So yeah, you know. Yeah. You're you're all right. You're all right. Yeah, yeah. Just, Loyalty just, comes just with a cost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Saturday then, I mean, 
that, that did all sound a bit doom and gloom, but we're absolutely behind you with all this. You know, we've we, like it's like you say, we've been there, we've, we've weaved on the asset of community value and all that, all those shenanigans. It's not an, not a nice place to be, and I guess National League South is not a nice place to be either. So it's that, that's you know, hopefully you don't end up going down going down there. Um, predictions for Saturday then. <laughs> so, well, Russ came on our podcast last night and I said to him, Please tell me you can't win it on Saturday. And what I meant was, Please tell me you can't win the league and we have to watch <laughs> you all run on the pitch. And, and he looked at me as if I was saying, Please tell me you can't win the game. And he literally laughed in my face. So, <laughs> like that, that's exactly what he did. I didn't mean to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to be optimistic here and say 2 0. To you guys, three 0 maybe. Uh, I mean, you, you, your your team is just. I mean, we we share a, a mutual affection for Paddy Madden because when Paddy played for us, he was an yeah. You, you words cannot describe what I felt for that man when he got us into the championship. <laughs> he was he was an absolute legend. So um uh, so yeah, he'll he'll probably score. I just hope he doesn't celebrate. I don't want I don't want all this. No, that will just that will just ruin it for me. But um. Yeah, I think if we can keep it to respectable couple of goals, then that'd be nice. I think Paddy won't be doing that. I think a bit of shit house we might be coming from Quigley if he scores, but yeah. I think uh not to do anything. But uh yeah, I think Paddy's because uh, obviously living up uh, up north myself and uh, got a lot of friends that are Fleetwood fans call them friends loosely now. They're um Fleetwood fans and that and they do rave it's about him. him. You know, you look at Rydell and, and, and Madden, Sarsovic when he was there, they, they were all raving about him. So when Talking to me about it, you know, I can see where you're coming from from an outsider's over looking in, you know, look at the people that were signed and that. So, it, I think it'll be, t- I think it'll be two 0 I think it'll be a difficult. I think, like most teams this 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 season against us, have parted the bus a little bit, and it's made it a little bit hard work. The teams that have been a bit more flowing, we found it a bit more easier to get through mm. than uh, teams around us. So, who knows? I think it'll be. A, I think you might be on the on the nose with that one, Dave. Two 0 there. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'd take it. No, I'd take a one nil. I'd take a one nil win in the 89th minute. I don't care as long as we oh, get not another one. No, no, I can't. My heart won't take it anymore. I was at work. Honestly, got scared about half a dozen people to death. death. I was jumping on the desk and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't do that. Right, again. brilliant, Dave. Absolutely <laughs> fantastic to have you on again. Um, yeah, no worries, lads. Thanks very much. And like I say, uh, I, I said to Russ last night. I think there's every every non-league fan is open that you guys go up. I've spoken to a lot of them and they said, who do you think will go up? And they said, yeah, I hope Stockport do it because, you know, they've been through a lot in the in the years gone by and they're best team, best team. I've not seen you play well against us because I only saw that 3-0 where we yeah. <laughs> where we won. But I've seen you on the TV, the Bolton game and so forth. And he's, he's great football to watch. So, yeah, best of luck with it. Obviously, I can't say that for Saturday, but after that, yeah, I hope you go yeah. on and do it. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Appreciate All it. Right, see on. you later. Thanks. Cheers. See you later. Bye, 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 mate. Mate. You know what? It's it's mental because to go on Twitter, you'd think that every fan of every other club is an absolute bell end. But we we keep pulling good eggs out of the basket and getting them on this show every week. That's how much we care for our viewers, listeners, watchers, boyers. Nick goes on and bungs them 100 quid. There you go. Say something nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but it's good. I mean, we, uh, you know, we are going to, we are going to go up, and we're going to, we're going to do this with football league clubs, absolutely. You know, and there'll be more of them as well because the higher you go up, the, you know, the, the more like to have podcasts and stuff. But I'm going to miss talking to people like Dave because he's such a good egg, isn't he? You know, um, yeah, speaks yeah, well, and you've got a good setup at Glover's Cast. Not a good setup at Yeovil, as it as it happens, but um, yeah, good stuff. There we go. Very good like stuff. That. Very good stuff. Um, Shall we talk about Grimsby on Saturday? Uh, Friday, sorry. Good Friday. It wasn't a good Friday. But it wasn't. We talk it? Well, it was. You managed to get me in a photo, which is how we come to talking to each other now. It was actually your photo. It got the back of my head, in it? So I was like, <laughs> recognise that dopey git there. This is this is how I ended up on the podcast. It was during uh, it, was, it was during Russ's peeping Tom days. Into his voyeurism, yeah, through a bedroom window, and thought, "Oh, them, them balls would be good on a podcast." Here I am. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Scouting me. So what what happened on Friday? So it, it, let me just tell my my sort of you know bit, little story, and then we can. We can take it from there because I, I obviously do the, I obviously do the Twitter account for Carpagara War. So um, you had a few, aren't you, mate? No, 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 I didn't. I was no, I didn't. I, I hadn't. I know I'd had one pint and that was in the ground. I hadn't had a few. So what happened was, um, in my, in my opinion, right? In my opinion, the first 30, 35 minutes, we were by far the better team. The game hinged on the red card. They were very, very quiet. In fact. As the game started, they made a bit of noise at the kickoff. But as the game started, you could visibly see around the three sides of the ground that they were they were they were thinking shit that Stockport are a good team here. We're we're, we're up against it, and we were we were getting the ball back in midfield. Counter press was happening, getting loads of space down the left and the right. They they were visibly like shitting themselves. The red card came, and it was like they scored a goal. You know, with the red card, which is fair enough. You know, you, you're back against the wall. I, I get all that, but even after that, up to half time, and right, you, you know, you will talk about it in a second. But we still, we still contained them up to half time, and then we took quickly off, and that again changed the game again. Second half, it was just wave after wave, and we couldn't get a grip of it. And yes, we, they scored two goals, but the fans, even at, after half time, they didn't. Even when they started to get a foothold in the game before they equalised, the, their fans were just rubbish. They just yeah. didn't they weren't do anything. It was only until they scored the goal that they started jeering us and, and cupping. They were cupping their ears at us, saying, you're not even singing. It's like, we were singing a whole match. What are you on about? <laughs> so, so I was incensed your by warrants this. arrest. Exactly. <laughs> I was incensed by this. So I tweeted, I, I tweeted at half time, said, we were by far the better team. I tweeted what I've just said to you. And then at full time, I got into a bit of a spat with DN Fit 35 as well. Alex off their podcast. It was so um, nice I, last week, Conor. I know, yeah, I know, I know. Um, and he's, and he mentioned our podcast on his latest show and said the scarf, whatever war. So you know, DN DN forty two, whatever they're called. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have that back. Anyway, so yeah, I've got a good, a bit good of job. Back. We're never going to play him again, isn't it? I know. And then I got we got loads of tweets in from Grimsby fans that were calling me. Colin, because it wasn't you, Nick. It was it was me calling me. Yeah, as I was it, at pains to tell people, it's yeah, not me. I know, I'm, yeah. going, I'm going out for a but, pint. But listen, there's a good, there's a good, there's a good ending to it. So, 
They tweeted me saying I was a whopper, a bell end, all the usual Twitter stuff, which is fine. Oh, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah all correct. Factual. <laughs> then I don't see the problem so far. No, but then just to just to end my story, I listened to DM35 <laughs> on on Monday morning. I listened to no Tuesday morning. Came out Tuesday morning, yesterday morning, and they said they said their guests on their podcast, their Grimsby fan guests said we were the better team for the first thirty minutes by far. They did not sing. They've actually got a problem with acoustics at their ground, and they're going to do a separate podcast all about fucking acoustics at Grimsby. Do you know what I mean? I hope they, and, I hope they find a room with good acoustics to record it in. Yeah, and it all hinged on the red card, and it should have been a penalty for Quigley, and if Quigley hadn't been taken off, it would have been a different story. So I was 100%, and I'm going to fucking die on that hill. <laughs> so there's my little right, story. I, I can tell you've had this exact conversation with your missus. And so he's just sat there for the whole thing going. No, oh, I did it with uh, no, I did, I did it with Daniel. I did it with Daniel. He agreed with me. <laughs> I've got a new little mini me now. Don't forget, he comes all the way and matches with me. So you will listen. You will. <laughs> so yeah, that's my rant over. There you go. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. I think I looked at it, and I, I might be wrong here, yeah, but I looked at it, and I, I, I can't remember if I'm in a shot before the 60th minute before the actual goal went in. I actually can't remember if I'm in a shot in anger. Um, I might be wrong with that, but it didn't seem I've been looking the other way. A couple of Sambukas, you know, before the match <laughs> sent me a little bit over the top, mind you, but I, I can't remember him actually um, having a shot on goal. And yeah, the red card. And I mean, we'll touch on the Sully a little bit in a few minutes, but when you, you put the red card that Sartovic got in comparison with the three challenges that happened this time, there's absolutely zero consistency. Absolutely. Mm. It's horrendous. It's just well, was, so was... vastly apart. It's wrong. There was zero zero consistency with the Samminian one minutes later on the right hand side. I mean, mm. I, I can I can I can kind of understand. Okay, Sarsavik has gone in. His his his, his foot's high and it's 50-50. So he's giving he's giving the referee a decision to make. Yeah, yeah. But what annoys me is Quigley's gone through. Should should get should get a penalty. Okay, if you count the double jeopardy, the the guy gets a yellow card and we get a penalty. Yeah. That's arguably one nil already. Score the goal two nil. Maybe Sarsavik doesn't make that challenge, and this is—I know it's all ifs and buts, but you, you can see why the refs give it. But then go to the right hand side with with Minion. You know why is he not give that? I mean, was it? It was along the floor. The guy doesn't get the ball. He, he takes Sam out. Yeah, so it's just a, such a frustrating afternoon. It really was. And we've got to get them out of the well. way. <laughs> just got to get them out of the way. That's one blip, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's out of the way now. Uh, it's yeah. not as if the team played actually bad. They were playing really, really well. So you can't put it down to them. Oh, you know, the Reds have dropped. They clearly haven't. And it showed it that on uh, against Sully Hill. And that will do them a world of good. Last minute win. It's about time we got one. But again, like I said, the Grimsby game, you can just put it to bed. It's out of the way now. They're going to be in the same division for the next 10 years because it's, it's, it's hardly root out of that division. It's getting very congested. So I won't worry mm. about them fans. We won't see them again. Toodaloo. Until they turn up at your house, Ross. <laughs> yeah, <I think. laughs> no, but, <laughs> no, but, yeah. but you know what, though? That's that's what I love and hate about the game in equal measure. We, we, we were losing. We're down to 10 men. They were... They were cupping the rays and everything, and, and giving it us, you know, giving it us like the big one and all sorts. And I just think one of their lads got taken out. Did you did you see that writing? One of their lads got he got arrested. It's like ejected, yeah. It's like simultaneously, yeah. fans are both the best and worst thing about football. At the same yeah, time. honestly, it is it is. Schrodinger's family. It's just they just did my head in. So 
you know, see, if this was Charlie on here now, or for footballers, they'd be saying and talking like about the game and being a bit being a bit balanced about it. But we're fans; we can say this stuff, can't we? Their their fans really did my head in. Honestly, proper did my head in. Yeah, um, I've got a feed on my Facebook page. It's about three hundred comments long. Having a running battle with two of them. I tell you, just I just don't get them. They're brain dead. They're just looking for bites, and that's it. They just yeah. That's their that's their Wembley victory in it against us. So let them have it. It's fine. We'll that, move on. That's what, that's why I don't go on the Facebooks anymore. <laughs> the Facebooks. Because it's just the, the absolute worst of football fans are just, oh. and then, then people will talk absolute shit for like eighty comments in a thread, and then someone will call them out on it, and they just reply with the fishing rod emoji, and I'm just like, I hope you die in a house fire. <laughs> that fishing rod tells me that they have absolutely zero comeback or intelligence, so therefore they put a fishing rod. Yeah, yeah. The, the worst people on the internet, it's them and the people who reply to Marcus Rashford's tweets. Marcus Rashford will tweet something about a charity and then it'll be Penaldo why is that the thing to put pen in everything Penaldo Penandez when did the imagination Like as a fan base we've got some of the most original songs out there and stuff like that the the George Agani song for starters and then the people who came up with that must be bloody fuming to see what like football banter has come to now, where it is just tweeting someone who's doing more for this country than most politicians are doing, and tweeting and going, <laughs> you were shit on Saturday, mate. He's like, yeah, he's, he's literally tweeting about starving kids, mate. I, I don't think that's the priority here. But, oh, my God, I started this by whinging about Facebook. And now <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what, though? Back in the day... When before the internet, you know, when all this were fields and stuff, right? Only the best rose to the top where they got to have things captured by everybody. The tea party yeah. was a good example for us. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, whereas now anybody with a keyboard can have a say, like like us, like us dickheads on here, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but anybody can do it, can't they? So I think that I think that's that's probably what it is. But um, I think we've always stayed clear of like being intentionally provocative we don't mm. we don't like log on at half six on a wednesday night and go right who can we piss off tonight <laughs> but these people yeah. who log into twitter clearly do that yeah it's, yeah yeah it's, it's baffling and they're starting to creep into county twitter now as well there's yeah yeah i mean how many are follow how many a day are following us now like people with united stuff on the profile yeah. and all that yeah i think if these yeah. people put more effort into their own clubs and actually I don't know, picking up a spade and helping a club or doing something positive towards the club rather than jumping on a keyboard. That actually might help the team or the club a bit better. Well, Just have you not heard, Steve? It's, Gla- it's Glazers out again now. Oh, is it's Gla- it? Glazers, <laughs> it's Glazers out season until until they drop like another billion quid on shite in the summer. And then they'll be all right again. So, yeah, that, that's it. They all they all come and jump on the bandwagon here when, when it's Glazer out season. Absolutely. Let's, let's there's two, not... two clubs for them down the road, but no, they come to, they come us. to us. Yeah. Um, back to Grimsby then. So um, the other thing just to mention as well was the Hatters 83 lads were out with a fantastic flag of Chally, the one that he, um, that Harry put up uh, the the sticker that they had sell, selling. Yeah, yeah. I think they're sold out actually now, but um, and then I think the other photo taken with it again at the Solly Hall match. So yeah, good atmosphere from our end. We didn't stop singing all match. Um, anything from you, Righty, for the Grimsby match? 
Um, on, on on or off the pitch, pre-match, post-match. Well, pre pre-match, I should never be allowed to have sambucas ever again. I'm like, you know, like the rule with gremlins: when you get them wet, they multiply. <laughs> if you give me like sambucas, I just go off the rails. Honest to God, I'm surprised I didn't end up with locked up with other geezer. Christ Almighty, should be kept well away from him. But um, <laughs> no, there's a comedy moment on the coach. Like uh, I think I've edited, I should see it before, and where I nearly got the back half of the bus banned on the way to the ground. But that was because I was uh, caught with a drink in my hand. So. That's uh, that's me on the train to Chesterfield, I think, boys. So if you want to join me, you're more than welcome to. Um, but yeah, it's uh, apart from no, nah, I thought thought it was a really good performance, and and uh, there's nothing made to fault. All right, Sarsfitch could probably held off on the challenge a bit more. Do you really want someone to do that? Do you want them to be pressing like they are, pushing? I, I I'd say I'd take a sending off every once in a blue moon, you know, for the way the team are playing. I'd. I'd, I'd Nothing to really qualm about it. Good turnout by the fans. How many was there out of interest? Because it seemed absolutely bucket load. Oh, God. I've no idea, you know. Few... Was it 1,800? Yeah. Yeah, so, so. yeah. I felt sorry for the guys on the train on the way home anyway, because I think it got delayed, didn't it? The train till about 20 past eight at night. Yeah. That was a horrendous journey back from there. Yeah. <laughs> Tra trains being shit on a bank holiday. Never. Oh, <laughs> unbelievable, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> but, I mean, my uh, my coverage of the game was restricted to to ra radio coverage via Strawberry and BBC Radio Humberside. But the, the one thing that came through the most was the noise from our fans. Absolute quality. And talking of quality, well, I've got you. Talking of quality, we're very pleased to remind you that this week's podcast is sponsored by Arcade Wow. Stockport's very own manufacturer of premium quality retro video arcade machines for the home or business. Do what you want with them. We're not bothered, which come with over 15,000 games, including classics such as Street Fighter, Space Invaders and Mortal Kombat. You can see all their machines and even arrange a visit to their Stockport showroom at arcadewow.co.uk or see the link in the description. Contact Arcade Wow for details of your £149 discount, courtesy of the Scarf Bagara War. Just then, Russ, I was going to try and like wrap it up before you got back. And then I saw you. I saw you like gaining on me. I was like, no. I don't know what you're talking about. People who are listening to the podcast don't even know what you're on about. Is it the audio podcast? Do. No, well, that's true. Rarely do. <laughs> the best of times. Um, yeah. Anything more about the Grimsby match? Uh, no? I might listen to their podcast, their special podcast they do about the acoustics in Blundell Park. So I'm, I'm very glad it's that. over, and I'm very glad I don't have another evening of just watching, just getting notifications of the replies that are coming in to you. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, this guy's a dickhead, and I'm taking it personally because I'm like, well, I am. They mustn't be me, <laughs> and, they, and they don't for once. No, it was good. I was actually, sat, I was actually sat there like with my family thinking, am I a dickhead? How am I a <laughs> and then when I, and then when I listened all weekend, I was thinking that. And then when I listened to the, their podcast on Tuesday, I was like, "Get in!" They all agree yeah. with me. It's not me that's a problem. <laughs> it's everyone else. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay then, uh, Solly Hull or Sully Hull, oh. as as right he's been calling it. Well, <laughs> Sully Hull, I, I Sully think... Hill. <laughs> Who cares? I think, I think, think of the hill. Who cares? <laughs> Sully Hull Motors, Mars Motors. <laughs> Um, I should start the Solihull talk with an apology. I, I, need, I need to issue a full and frank apology. Help the Hatters did their regular clean-up 
on Tuesday morning, and they posted a picture of like a pallet with about fi- with about fifty bin bags of rubbish. Now I'm pretty certain forty seven of them bin bags were my fingernails. So <laughs> just gonna apologise to everyone that helped that as. Oh, what a day! What a day! I'm, I'm, it was. I've it got was nothing left. No, I, I didn't. I weren't physically there. Uh, you obviously, as at work and that, I was listening to it on my radio and that. I had a big headset on, so no one else could hear. So it was definitely silent at work and that. So as soon as the goal went in, nearly gave two people a heart attack around me. Like, but it was just what re- it was just more relief than anything. I don't know about you guys, but almost emotional, wasn't it, when that ball went in? And credit credit to uh, credits due, you know, with the beaver nod- nodding it over the line and stuff for us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant that from Paddy. Brilliant. Yeah, it was. It's it's they're the type of games that win your championships, aren't they? The, the, you know where you win those, especially after you know missing the missing the penalty. I think you said straight away, Nick, didn't you? The title of the podcast this week could be "Champions Tend to Find a Way," or that's what I've called yeah. this episode anyway. So, yeah, and that's what we do. I mean, I, again, um, there's quite a lot to say on this. I mean, they they were really organised. They, they, they are good. People will call him anti-football, but it's just a different way of playing football. They survive like that. They're not going to go up like that, I wouldn't have thought, but they're going to do well. I watched them against like Wrexham on Friday. Where, well, our game was on against Grimsby. I watched them against Wrexham and it was just the same. It was absolutely mm. horrible. And, you know, they prob- I know they're doing all right anyway, but they'd probably be in, in with a shout of, like, top three if... They kind of canned a lot of the shit hours of it, and because they've got some very good footballers in that side, the goalkeeper in particular, I think him and Hinchliffe are probably the best two in the league. Yeah, they've got, they've got some really good players, but they just they just seem to be persisting with his anti football. And I'll be I'll be really annoyed if it does get him up. As for the last few weeks, I've kind of wanted Solihull to win the playoffs just because it'd be funny, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, it would be funny, like, to be fair. Chesterfield, yeah, Wrexham would... and Notts yeah. County and Halifax well, all missed out. If, like... if, if Solihull or Halifax if won the playoffs. Yeah. But even, even Halifax, would... I see them as a football league club. So yeah. that, that wouldn't be as much of a, an upset because they deserve to be there, arguably, after what they've been through. But for Solihull to just... I was hope, kind of hoping they'd do a Sutton. But now, I, I, I couldn't be doing with that. And I, I didn't think they were very well... I know they don't get massive crowds. Anyway, I thought they were poorly supported. Mm. On, on Monday, I thought the turnout yeah. was very poor. But if the league just... ended now, if the league ended now, who would you say who would you you want to go up in the playoffs? Would it be Sully Hill or uh, who would you I want to say... go up? Yeah, who would you want to go up with County if the league finished now? On this, I... it's a hard one. Probably, isn't it? Hall- probably Halifax for Warburton. Dagging him to come in on last day and steal it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you know. go. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> don't know because I don't really, I don't really care to, to a certain extent. But I, I do. I, I'm, a, I'm an old romantic. I, I do like. I do like the bigger clubs being in the leagues that they should be in. Yeah. So Chesterfield, Notts County, Grimsby, Wrexham. Um, I, I, I would like to see them back in the football league. But if we're champions. Don't really care after that. Okay. To, be, to be quite honest with you, as soon as um, we've won it, I'm just switching off. I'm just <laughs> yeah, turning all the devices off the minute we win it. It's like done, done, Um But yeah, I mean, Solly Hull. I quite like the way they play because it is it is shit house. It's stubborn. It's organised. Um, I'm just glad that we beat them in the end. Their, their fans' reaction when when that when the goal went in, 
Especially that some there was some big dude at the back who was waving his arms around literally all match. Yeah, you know, and giving it was giving like it one of the wacky whaling arm inflatable. Yeah, yeah, it's just outside, like outside a used car sales place. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, he, and when the goal went in, it looked like somebody had put a sl- some big slice yeah, yeah, down yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> went down like a balloon. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, but yeah, well, I mean, they they were they were quite good. They were they, every the, the reason why we passed it round at the back a lot. I felt was that when we were doing that, they were just closing down all the doors, yeah, yeah. the avenues, and and they, it was quite a good game of football to be honest at, at, at this level. The so. two best pressing sides in the league. Yeah, facing off against each other, that was. I, I thought that, yeah. their pressing was was awesome. And even when we got past it, they didn't they didn't look tired. It was just constant. It was a. It, it took a couple of couple of very good substitutions to to make the difference. And then Hippolyte yeah. kind of got in between the lines and found a yeah. bit of space. Yeah. But Frank, until, show, until Frank then, show was a nuisance as well, wasn't he? So yeah. When that goal went in, I just had a vision in my head, like of all the haters from other teams have already pre-typed out their responses on Facebook, like, and then they gone as soon as that ball went in, like, oh, fuck, delete. Yeah, <laughs> the, the whole of Wrexham has logged onto Facebook and kind of gone, oh, is the internet not working in Stockport? And then <laughs> waiting to press enter. Yeah, yeah. yeah I went, I went on the Wrexham forum, um, Red Passion, the message board, and they were so deflated. So yeah. so deflated at that la- that last minute goal. It's fantastic to see and brilliant. Yeah, and so pissed off. Yeah, I listened listened to our our friends at Fearless in Devotion, and they said they, they just took this wind out of their sails. Yeah, they, they were. They were I, I was worrying at nil yeah, nil. Yeah, yeah. Wrecked them four up after like six minutes or whatever the hell it was. I I was thinking, oh god, that yeah, this this is. We, I wasn't at the stage where I was thinking, oh, we're bottling it. But I was like, well, if we lose at Wrexham, we're in trouble. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the way I was seeing it. So the, the relief when the goal did go in, the, the, the absolute scenes. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was up there. Probably the biggest, one of the biggest uh, limbs moments since Curzon for me. And and Bolton, obviously. But in terms yeah, of the yeah. league game. The third, yeah, the third goal at Bolton. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it's funny because I, I normally... I normally say to Dan, should we go down to the front, you know, at like 88, 89 minutes? And we normally do that. Dan's, honestly, I'm learning that Dan is becoming a very good judge of football and how games are going to go and what's left and things. And he, well, he someone's in the family, should. Well, someone, someone's got to do, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. And he just he looked at me and he went, no, no, well, should we stay? And I'm like, yeah, if you want to stay. So, yeah, we were part of the limbs. Otherwise, we'd have been down at the bottom, part of the limbs probably, but... But yeah, it was uh, it was fantastic. There is a comment that just just come in that I wanted to ping up actually. Uh, SK8, will anyone else cry if we get promoted? Yeah. I've said it for a long time. I said it in 2016. <laughs> that if it ever happened, probably this, yeah. Cheed- this Cheedle boy says yes. Yeah, che- this... Cheedle's SK8, Russ. I know, I know you won't know. Oh, is that it? Outside, no. of, outside of your Bredbury bubble. <laughs> bubble. I'm a Cheedle boy as well. Oh, you yes. posh lads. You posh lads. Hume, Heath, or just Cheadle? Uh, well, Gatley. More- <laughs> oh, hang on, boys. Hang on. Steady on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Proper posh boy. I'm all, a, I'm all a the beans. worth when I went to living in just outside Fleetwood, didn't I? Christ. Yeah. You, you and your train <laughs> station in Gatley, your shit houses. <laughs> Show off. 
<laughs> Even the seagulls fly upside down around there. <laughs> but yes, there, there will be tears. There will absolutely be tears. No, yeah. Waggy, don't say Cheadle Hume boy as well. There's no as well. We're not Cheadle Hume. We're, che we're scum. We're Cheadle. Not Cheadle Heath. That's proper scum. There is levels. There is levels. <laughs> it's Hume, Cheadle, Heath. That's, that's the way, it, that's the uh, socioeconomic rundown of the Cheadles for you. Because we had this discussion in pre-match on Monday, didn't we? We were talking about Cheadle. And you said, oh, he's from Cheadle. He's quite posh about someone. Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. No, 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 it's, it's not. I, I went to a, a state school. Okay. I, I, got, I, got my, uh, I got my milk from Spa <laughs> on, council, on Council Lane. <laughs> oh, I used to go to uh, Lady Bard House. I, I, posh me when I went to uh, private school till about seven, but obviously moved over to the Foul Coast over here and uh, went to a, went to a normal school there. As parents' evening, fully enough, and my mum and dad turned turned around to the teacher. She, the teacher went, uh, "Where where exactly has your lad come from?" And so they explained, and he went, um, "Oh, that that would uh, that would explain it because he's putting his hand up to go to a loo whilst he's a kid throwing a brick around the classroom." <laughs> <laughs> There we go. That's it. I'm like Hovis, the best of both worlds. That's what I like. <laughs> I like that. Oh, that's that some uh, top ge geographical banter. That we should do this every week. We should just pick an area of Stockport and just slag it off <laughs> yeah. every week. Could, could do. Coming for you, Bradbury. <laughs> yeah. yeah, get everybody get involved in the comments. Yeah. Yeah. Be on it. But yes, oh, okay. um, to uh, to answer the question that precipitated that shambles over the last five minutes, yes, there'll be tears. That there's, there's going to be tears. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just yeah. I'm just glad I can attend Edgley Park nowadays. I've only been back in the country two years, living in Australia for a few years. So right. it's been great to be back, back at the home of Edgley Park. You know, but, but living in Australia, you'd know the results twenty four hours earlier though. So swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Yeah, I had to be good on the maths to see what time kickoffs were. I've actually got a funny story about this. So I met I met a lasso. I met a lass in Australia. So I was going to um, I was going to meet a dad for the first time. It was one of those. Uh, What's your intentions for my daughter? Type chat. So I was like, "Oh, this is this is gonna be this is gonna be hard work." Like, so it was absolutely in the middle of nowhere. There was not a house within two miles. It was literally ding 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 ding. It was like in the middle of nowhere. So I've gone. I've just about got reception. So I'm, I'm eyeing up the time. It was because it was, it was pissed by this point, and I was looking at the clock, thinking, oh, "I need I need to stop put on now." I think I'm looking at the time, looking very disinterested. And then the next minute, I can hear this like scratching at the door. I'm like. That's a bit strange. What's going on here? It's one of those flying doors. Another scratching at the door. I was like, is someone trying to get in here? Next minute, a kangaroo flew into the living room. Not even, <laughs> I couldn't even make this up if I tried. Into uh, Well, I can imagine what I'm like. I made some ungodly noise, and I'm over tables and chairs, and the, the dad's pulling me back. He's like, no, no, son, no, no, this is Jill. Jill the kangaroo. I'm like, so I'm there feeding it bread at like 3 o'clock in the morning whilst I'm trying to listen to Stockport County. Couldn't make this up, honest to God. It was crazy. Um, and yeah, me and the kangaroo became best mates. It was great, yeah. <laughs> became best mates. Just while we're just 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 to interlude there, Ryan, if you're gonna if you're gonna suggest lagging off Brinny, because I am from Brinny, at least spell off right, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. yeah? yeah. 
Cheers, mate. Oh, I've got my high pitched noise oh. back. I tried, I tried doing that after the game on Monday. My high, my high pitched voice went. I, I say I'm from. I'm, I'm not from Brinny. I'm from Shore Reef, Bridgehall, then Brinny, then Bradbury. Well, I'm you know. Shore Reef. Oh, nice. Low Field Road, massive. I'm just, <laughs> just Shore Reef, the main road. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Nice there one, we mate. go. Well yeah, cheers. <laughs> not well done, is it? But yeah, cheers. Uh, right, Solly Hull. Then anything more about Solly Hull? Um, did anyone have a feeling he'd missed the penalty? Did, did you have a feeling the penalty had been missed? No, yeah. not at all, no. I, I didn't know. either, and then, and then it was. I think there was a beaver popping up for that one at all. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, looked, I, I was, as soon as I knew the penalty was in play, I was like, I stopped everything I was doing at work, and I was thinking, this is going to be saved. I thought this is going to be saved. I don't know why. I just thought it's... Just our luck, this won't go in. And it, and so, it's my fault, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's my fault. We've got to blame someone, haven't we? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I'll take it on the chin, boys, don't worry. Well, uh, what I liked about his post-match was he just said it was a poor penalty. Sometimes yeah. it happens. And that's, yeah. that's that. I think we said it before, how, how professional he is and how sort of determined he is. He, he, he probably, luckily for us, that didn't he didn't dwell on that. And he went and had a, you know, however many shots he had, and one of them went in. Um, he could have, he could be the type of player that let it, you know, let it get to him and you know go inside himself, that kind of thing. And we mm. wouldn't have scored that goal at the end. So, more are you want to just hit him down body. the center? Are you just, do you just hit? You got to have, you got to have balls, ain't you, to hit it straight down the center, aren't you? Yeah. Just... yeah. yeah. That's so what I do. I, I trot it down the middle every time, though. Because if the goalkeeper don't move, he looks a bit, he looks a bigger idiot, doesn't he? That's it. He looks all right, Pillock. If he just stands there, looking <laughs> like Gimp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends. It depends on the like, on the body language, doesn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it was a poor penalty. He admitted it. Fair dues. We won the match. We move on, don't we? I do like the uh, the memes that are coming out with the beaver, though. <laughs> Seen yeah. those over the past twenty four hours. They've been pretty good. Was I right in thinking that David Platt was at the game? I thought I'm sure I saw a tweet with. Yeah, saw saw a picture of him. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, he's a main stand. One from Coronation Street. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> a genuine question. <laughs> was it David Platt and Corey? Was it not Nicky Platt, or is that someone else? Or did he That's play for us? His brother. That's his brother. But well, we had a Nicky Platt. Platt. Nicky Platt did also play for us in like the National us, League. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 No, uh, he had, a good, he had a good hit from long range. He did right, but yeah, David Platt was there. Saw the picture, yeah. yeah. Well, You've got to answer my question from Coronation Street or the footballer? No, the footballer the scored footballer. in the quarter final oh, right. of the 1990 World Cup. Yeah, well, I was only three then, mate. He scored, he scored uh, the first ever game I went to at Wembley. I went to watch England in '95 against Hungary, and David Platt scored two then. Nice. I'm surprised he didn't mention that when he when he came. <laughs> you know, he's that little specky twat here who got travel sick on the way to Wembley. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Good stuff. Right. Should we move on then to are we covered are we covered everything for Solly Hull? Anything more for yeah, Solly Hull? We've got the uh, the aftermath of the of Solly Hull. The players were treated to a trip to Gara Masala in Chile. Yes, they were, yes. Which, if, if you've not been to Gary Masala, you should go, because it's quality. Cheers, lads. I'll have them extra two poppadoms next time I'm in. Thank you. <laughs> um, which got, got, I kind of want people to suggest what they think each player would order. I, I, I think Paddy Madden 
ordered ordered a coma and then slopped it all down his front before <laughs> before managing to like finish it late on. And then ran round the restaurant non-stop. But other than that, I've got nothing. What I kind of found um, quite interesting was, because obviously we see them just in the county kit or the county train stuff, mm. the dress sense, there's some like, Foot, the, the, it's out there. Have no dress sense, did it? Absolutely out there, wasn't it? Loafers on, or like hippo with the ripped jeans. I, 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 some quality, I don't know. It's how, how you we, look at it, and different styles and that. Can we use the Vita dollars to like get them some trousers that fit for the start? <laughs> uh, I, it's 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 oh so, so funny. I, I thought I showed it to my girlfriend like the picture of all the players and the only two who's uh, clobber because because I'm cool I say clobber now. The only people who she approved of was Hinchliffe and Minihan. She, she's very much one for the old guard. My girlfriend is, I think. Yeah, but other, other than that, she was like no. No, not, I mean, not just just showing showing your bare ankles, not not yeah. not your lots of ankles, your actual bare ankles. Yeah. Um, that, I can't that... do that in my religion. <laughs> What's your religion? <laughs> I'm not allowed. <laughs> M- Madonism. <laughs> uh, yes, that's a good. Right, I, I've been waiting for this. It, we're we're already uh, we're already getting them getting in, aren't we? Yeah, we're already getting them in. You flash them up. Omelette and chips no. is is very popular. There's someone in there because they're the worst people. When you go when you go out for a curry, <laughs> they have English, and then, and then one of your mates says, one of your mates says like, "Oh, I don't like curry." I used to go to the Shamir in Cheadle when it was open, and on the menu where it had English dishes, it said underneath for those who are feeling a little less adventurous. I was like, "Oh snap." You've told them, haven't you? Um, so I think there is someone in it. Yes, Matthew Padfield, you are spot on. Collar and Crowsdale order the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the type of stuff. That's the stuff we want. That's the stuff we want. Come yeah. on. They either and order the more... same things. They either order the same things or they order two separate things and share them. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pass it to each other. Quigley orders a vindaloo and sneaks some of the sauce into other people's curries. That's <laughs> the type of shithousery yeah. we come to expect. Shithousery. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> oh. uh, but I, I, I don't know who would order the English food in, in there. I, I don't know who would be the one to go, yeah, can I have some chicken wings, please, mate? Can I have, like, egg and chips? I don't it's hard know. to tell, isn't it? It's hard to tell. We've definitely had those sort of characters in the past, haven't we? Um, yeah, it's hard to tell. I like this feature, though. We should think of a, a similar one for every week where we can get yeah. everybody commenting on different things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I've got an envisage in my head of just, like, Hinchcliffe coming out the kitchen, like, balancing two plates on, like, like I've got these boys, don't worry, like, take yeah, yeah, yeah. tables. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know why. Do you reckon someone, someone like, Knocked the pickle tray over, hinch like, hey, hey, I've got it. <laughs> He's got it yeah. <laughs> Ethan Ross legging it 60 yards up the restaurant to try and get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah got it. Uh, what else have we got? Um was, was Challenger there or was it was he just the, was it just the players? Well no, no, they, they invited Simon Rusk down and according to Simon Lomas he ordered the hottest thing on the menu to try and fit in and wilted under the pressure of trying to be cool. Brilliant. Oh dear me. 
Southern Hales will order whatever Quiggs does and fanboy his good taste. <laughs> <laughs> some brilliant ones yeah there. yeah well someone suggested that mcgee had eat all the leftovers but he wouldn't because he's he's converted so to islam <laughs> <laughs> if you believe he's, he's observing ramadan at the moment uh dave challenger politely utters cheers thank you as the waiters deliver each dish yeah and everyone sniggers you, you know you know when you're working in like a, in the service industry either in a shop or a restaurant or a bar and you can tell that people are taking the piss out of you I, I've had it before where someone's called me Harry Potter. I was working on a bar. It's like busy, like gone midnight, like closing time. Someone comes, oh, Harry Potter, can have a pint next? It's like, not now you can't, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you think you'll just ignore them taking a piss out of you. But I was like, no, no, no. And then I told everyone else on the bar to not serve him and like ruined his weekend. All right, God, just, hell? Even now I'm proud of myself. Yeah, <laughs> I think the final one on the uh, final one on the curries is from Mike Fitzgerald. Hippolyte doesn't know his best meal, so orders one of each. Yeah, I like that. That's good. <laughs> that's like good. That. That's good. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Keep keep them coming, and we might uh, tweet some of the best ones. Oh, we might not. I don't oh, know. We, we might, might forget. We might, we might not. <laughs> yeah, Russ will be too busy arguing with Grimsby fans. Got work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, move on then, shall we? Um, stewarding. Should we give stewarding a couple of minutes? Yeah, yeah. I think. It, I mean, I think it needs it needs more than a couple of minutes. But we're not the people to do it. We've got a thriving supporters cooperative to take up that kind of mantle. We have, and when I said a couple of minutes, yeah, I don't want to spend too long on this because we're we're all upbeat and everything's everything's going well for us. The stewarding, and we can't solve it. I know, no, we can't solve it, no. But the stewarding is getting heavy-handed again. So, I mean, you you, you saw a bit more of it than I did this this time, Nick, at Solihull. I don't know, do you want to... Yeah, um, well, I, I was sat in uh, lower tier lower six, like right near the front I was, near the corner flag. Um, not long into the second half, pretty much everyone rose up to look at something towards the Cheadland entrance. And from what I, what I've seen online, someone was taking a bit of a battering from stewards who had his arms held behind his back and were giving him a kick in by the sounds of it. Like I said, I, apparently there's a video of it floating around on the Facebook group, but I've, I've not seen it myself. Um, but I don't know. It's very very peculiar. But it did. I, I did hear one of them, one steward on the concourse saying to another. Passing a walkie-talkie to another one, and I must point out these are the new secure. This isn't the tried and tested stewards that people know by name and get on well with. These are the people who've been bussed in from Lancashire or wherever. But one of them passed another one a walkie-talkie and said, "Oh, give me a shout if it kicks off." So you're on the concourse, mate. When has it ever kicked off mm. on the concourse? It's <laughs> yeah, very odd, very odd. So I don't, I don't know if. Not sure if the club are aware because it seemed as though we we mentioned it on the show a few weeks ago when there was a bit of stewarding overkill, and then the following week it kind of got sorted a bit. But I I just worry about the Torquay and Halifax games in particular because there's the potential there for flashpoints. Going to be busy, aren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna try and stop people going on the pitch after the Halifax game, and they they might as well just embrace it. Just let people mm. go on the pitch, have a dance about, lift the players up and then sort out a trophy presentation after that. Do the trophy presentation in the main stand, like they did in 91, whatever. I think it's all about picking uh, your battles, isn't it? Pick your battles. Yeah. 
and and yeah. I think I think you touched on it maybe on your last podcast or one for where you're talking about the the fact that we need to self police it almost it yeah like yeah. volunteers maybe or some people who, who are going to be in the same sort of area who who can be the intermediate if you will between the stewards and the people who are kicking off because there's going to be obviously beer involved people are going to have a good time. I don't know how it's going to be. I mean, we're in a great run of form. We're in the best position ever. We're at top of the league, you know, going to football. Why feels the opposite? And we like a few years ago, and there's this amount of fans. What's the effect going to be then? You know, there's all loads of if buts and maybe's, but I think I think we need that intermediary. Because this is my area, in it. Let's face it. You need that intermediary between whoever's kicking off or the little gang of group of lads, and and the, the stewards aren't aren't the best. They all, you know, they do a job, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good time to yeah. clarify, but as David Wright points out, the bouncers, not stewards, and I've not seen a badge number on any of them. It seems like they're actively going out of the way to cover the badges. Up. I mean, it's a bit of a grey area legally whether they have to show the badges at football games or not. But from what I've seen from people on Facebook who've contacted the company, the company are claiming that the badges are constantly on show when... I've seen with my own eyes that that's definitely not the case. So, yeah. oh no, it's going to be it's going to be very uh, very interesting to see what happens next few weeks because it, it does seem as though it was getting sorted. But once again, there's been, there's been reports of people having stewards coming up to them outside. Well, I keep I keep saying stewards. Do not. I, I I can't make it clear enough the the difference between the people who who you've seen there for twenty years and help you to your seat to these people causing trouble crowd control if you call it that yeah. it's a major is, is, is that what they're meant to do there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of them who look like they're on community service and and don't seem to know what they're meant to be doing they're just walking around aimlessly looking gormless i was i was in a local bar the other week and uh bumped, well i was in my in my colors and that and bumped into a guy who worked behind the bar he says oh i'm working the uh i think it was a stockport knots game or, or something it he said, "Oh, I'm working the uh, the Knots game on security as they're working behind a bar." So I'm, it leads me to wonder what. Obviously, it's a part-time thing where they're just being dragged in as numbers yeah. or visual deterrence or whatever you want to call them to work, at, and they've not really got the same experience as the people that have been there or the companies that actually pride themselves in looking after local football grounds. I don't know. Yeah, it's but... such a shame because the club have put a massive effort into getting people in the ground early and spending the money in the ground. They're matching the prices of pints on Edgeley. Uh, they've done the concourse up. They show the live gate, the live lunchtime game on the tellys there and everything. And I mean, I, this, as the earliest I've ever been in the ground on Saturday at half one, just to watch this parade of dickheads looking for trouble monday sorry yeah just watching yeah. them just go by in high vis just looking for trouble I think said, well, why would anyone want to go in that early if that's what it's going to be like yeah i think we said last time didn't we look if anyone's listening from the club sort it out don't don't yeah. don't wait for a don't wait for an email from the co-op because oh, come on here and have a chat with us about it our, our door's open if you, mm. if you want to come on and chat, you don't chat about anything any county stuff just Shoot us an email or a tweet or get us on Facebook or whatever, and you can come on and have a chat about it because something needs needs to be done, and it's we're we're not far away from a major flashpoint. Yeah, anything you know, like a um, a solution is better than a cure. I've always said so. That's the key. That's the key, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, 
then something else. I know. Don't, I don't really want to end on a negative, and maybe we won't. But day trippers as well. Uh, and I've written down here just just one sentence. I don't mind them, but there are rules that they need to follow. Yeah, they're like not wearing your shirt if you if the club that you support. Um, not just generally not being a dickhead if you if you sat yeah. behind you know if you, if you sat in the vicinity of county fans. Uh, Chloe Beresford, friend of the podcast who comes on who comes on regular, she said that someone was in her vicinity. And the, the amount of rubbish they were spouting, um, you know, this it's almost like this. I think it was this expectance of scoring goals or it's expectance of, of quality. You know, you've got to remember it's it's National League football. What what you know? What do you expect and and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that that'd be my thing. You, you you're more than welcome to you know we'll have your money definitely, but you you're going to get called out if you start spouting crap basically. Yeah. It's a big one with the colours as well, because that's again that's going to intensify the the crowd, and and then yeah. stewards are going to have to get involved. It's like a snowball effect. Then in you know, it's just a no no bringing other colours into the ground. It's just a, a no no. I did feel sorry for the um, obviously the fantastic effort that co-op and the club do in conjunction to get kids into the pop side, and the amount of them who were dragged out by the parents with like a minute to go to beat the traffic. I just thought, oh, you, they're going to remember that as just a nil nil draw well or if or they might remember it as my mum my mum dragged me out and we missed the goal take me back oh mm. not 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 that that to take me back again when there's another whole match perhaps yeah i know what you mean though yeah yeah, yeah I, uh, I, 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 I don't think i've i think the only time i've left early is we've been like five nil down at home i think i think that's the only time i've i've left early even the only the, time i've left early was rochdale at home seven two at yeah. six something Whatever six was, <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah. Need to, um, don't, be, don't be knobheads, day trippers. That's that's the lesson. Here. Yeah, yeah. Get involved. Don't don't sit there slagging off every passage of play, not knowing who players' names are, despite them having names on the backs. Oh, Righty's gone. We've lost Righty. He... <laughs> he's had enough. He's had enough. Yeah, I'm sure. We've triggered him. I think he's a, he's a United fan. <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, just. Just, just let, just you know, just let us know. Um, so, yeah, it's good uh, point. Apologies about that. I'm back. <laughs> All right, uh, Gazek. Atmosphere was poor on Monday. Maybe nerves, and as the drum was moved as well. So the drum was moved. I wouldn't say stupid position. It was purposely. I think the lads did it on purpose. Yeah, it's like a baby. From what? <laughs> yeah, from what Harry said on Twitter, it is what he mentioned last week, having to babysit. Um, you know. It, we need people to be getting behind the team, not spending the time famous here. But I, I was sat in lower tier six and it did seem quieter than normal, but I don't normally sit there. So I just thought, well, that's, that's how, <laughs> that's how it always sounds down there. But yeah. obviously not. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just going back to the day trippers, we had, you know, my mate who I go with, Edgy, he had, um, he sits where, he, he, I mean, he doesn't, he didn't sit in his seats that he was allocated. So that's the first thing I've got to say. But he sat, he sat where he normally sits every week. You know, two front, one or two rows in front of me with his, with his lads. Four day trippers came up, two couples. You're sat in my seat. Edgy says, I sit here every week. That So that escalated to the point where the, the chief steward comes along, who we know from Brinny, Matty Newton. So he was, he was talking to him and saying, look, Matty, I sit here every week. Matty's going, look, don't be, don't be a dick. That just move, it's going to escalate. So Edgy moved in the end, but these four people then, throughout the match, didn't didn't do anything, didn't clap. I mean, I wasn't watching him like all the match, but you know, 
Oh, I would have been. <laughs> like a hawk. But yeah. As well, when we scored, I think only one of them stood up. Because I only know that because Edgy shouted me and said, when we scored, Ross, Ross, they're not even cheering. Like that. I'm like, all right, yeah, cheers, Edgy. And then just like carried oh. on. <laughs> The more so I get to know Edgy, the more I love him. He's Brilliant. great, Edgy. But, but, you, that, but we're going to get that. We're going to get that, aren't we? We're going to get people coming who think it's think they're above their station. This is this is coming to counties below them because it's actually the Tongues have got swearing in them. <laughs> well, yeah, I know it's going to be a bedlam. Um, but, but it is it's, gen, it's genuine. They they think they think they are above this standard of football because yeah. they watch United on the telly or City on the telly. Well, me, me and you had this conversation on WhatsApp before, didn't we, Russ? Where it's like there's almost like two schools at the moment. There's the City fan attitude of, oh, we'll, we'll go and help County out. Like, yeah. we'll, we'll help our little non-league team out. And there's the new United attitude of, oh, shit, we're, it's Glazer out season. So let's go and watch some other football. But even then, they'll be taking the piss. Like, oh, do they even have seats in that stadium? Uh, how yeah, can yeah. I get a seat? Uh, and all stuff yeah. like that. It's like, well... We don't want either of you. If you're going to come and be respectful and you're open to being converted, then by all means. But if you're going to be a United fan slagging us off after you've been offered a ticket, then just fuck off and watch one of the two teams that have been created specifically for Made you. For you, yeah. Big club there that's playing red. If, if you want to go for the non-league experience, there's FC United. If you, if you want something a bit closer to the Premier League and you want to get a glimpse of Gary Neville of a Saturday afternoon, then start off to Salford. But don't be bothering with us. Yeah, absolutely. What's your take, Righty? What do you think? I'm all I'm all for um, you know enticing new new fan you know to increase the fan base. That's not what we're about. That's not what we're saying here, is it? You know, no, no. no. Basically, we're not discouraging people to come. I think you, you hit the nail on the head with the first statement. You said there are certain rules. If you are going to come and watch us, and you don't support us, but you're coming for a day out. By all means, just don't wear your coloured kits, don't give us shit, and leave us. I'll leave our seats alone, <laughs> and leave our seats alone. That's <laughs> 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 podcast style. <laughs> how how people can watch Harry Maguire week in week out, and and pay money for the privilege, and then come and take the piss out of us baffles me. There's no self awareness whatsoever. Oh my god, yeah. I don't know why. He, I mean, he can't complain in the Euros. He actually played half decent. I don't know what's... It's, well, it's great for England. For England, for England. For England. For England. Yeah. yeah. Which leads me to believe that maybe he's not the problem. Oof, there we go. Well, that's a that's Let's... a different podcast for a different day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's for uh, summer, that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Look, Nick the Red is off again. <laughs> I'm slagging him off. <laughs> no, I, I just get it's normally my slagging off gets reserved for pity. I switch it around, I still can't win. I think that's supposed to, I think he's supposed to say that's Nick, he's off his head, not on red. Yeah, in a good way, as yeah, the yeah, as yeah. the older man said. Right. Finally, final thing. Righty, let's talk a bit about you. Why why the why the hell do you support Stockport County? I want to know. Oh, you're from Chile, what, you? what curry do you order? I think well, my dad's been a follower for uh, seventy-three years. He's uh, bless him, he's eighty-three now. He's a dithering old sod, but uh, getting to the games and getting back, and he he loves it. He's got we've got like a big group of us now that go from from Prince and that. But uh, yeah, just kind of followed. It. I could wear a sat. It's a bit nostalgic, really. Almost where I could sit in the Cheadle, and I used to be able to see my grand's house. So I used to go 
to my grand's house, have a bite to eat. She used to buy me my season ticket as a young kid and that, and I used to walk around to Edgley Park. So it just uh, become a bit of a ritual, if you will. Um, the only reason I've not got a season ticket at the moment is because I play quite high standard cricket, you see. So I kind of like miss the first couple and miss the last, but I'm going to get one for next season and I don't care about missing the first because it gets you your tickets that you want, doesn't it? So... But yeah, um, I had a nice little day the other day with my dad. It was um, it was his birthday, eighty third birthday, so seventy years of county fam. Wow! So I got um, brilliant. Got him a shirt drawn up from the club and got in touch with Steve Bellis, who thank you ever so much. Um, and my nephew Greg got it all embroidered for him uh, with his company, and then we went uh, into the suite to, um, in Cheadle End and Dave Challoner presented him with his chat before the game it was a uh, quite a nice moment he had no clue what was going on honestly god you've heard of the phrase wasp in winter well that was my dad didn't have a clue what the hell was going on he was like what am i doing like and he's, he's going up and i don't think he slept since to be fair but he's had a he's had a wicked time but yeah it's uh so it's it's steeped in my um uh, steeped in my heart it's county and I've, I've always had the only time i had a little bit of a time away is obviously with sail sharks I, uh you know spending a lot of money traveling um and it really like put it's it, it grabs me really so i just uh, as soon as they were out or back in again it's not that i didn't love county or anything but i think that was again touching on worst worst times in in football I, I can take a team getting relegated if they're not good enough or getting promoted when they're good enough but it's when external factors when the foundations aren't there when you know yeah fundamentals are in place for a cl football club to survive and thrive when they're not there, it, it just it broke my heart a little bit. So, but good times are here, and hopefully to stay. And uh, yeah, just um, can't wait to get back in there. I don't think I'm missing many games. I think I missed the Boreham Wood game. I think that's the only game I missed now to the end of the season. But other than that, I should be at every one, providing I can get tickets. So I'm uh, beg borrowing and stealing at the moment. So yeah, best get your cameras up, Russ, because I might be burgling your house. <laughs> They're already up, mate. <laughs> yeah, he, he's had me round, so ever since I've been on the first time, cameras have gone up. Yeah. So, so you live in? Is it Fleetwood? You live in? I live, I live in Cleveland, just between Blackpool and uh, and Fleetwood. Yeah. So. So, so, so that's a bit of a trek for every home match, isn't it? It's almost like a, well, it's an away match every home match. Isn't it? Yeah, I jump on. I jump on the train usually. If it's a three o'clock kickoff, I jump on the train. If it's right. uh, a late one, I get my dad to drive, so then I can get smashed. <laughs> Sambucas, <Woo>. nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, if, um, in my cricket, it's fair with me playing my cricket. I've played cricket against a couple of county uh, uh, lads. Uh, one being John Ardica. I used to play in a local team. Used to play against him a fair bit, and uh, and Andy Priest. He played nice. the so yeah. So I played against a couple of them, county faithfuls, you know. So when when you emailed me to say. Because I, I, I purposely give you a, a hoop to jump through because what people do is they say they want to come on, but then they don't really tell me what they can bring to the show and things like that. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So you did, but you told me, you told me you used to be a professional cricket player. Yeah, so I've, um, I was, you know, I got, um, I got, well, funny enough, I just got a phone call one day and said, um, there's a couple of teams interested you in Australia. I was like, okay <laughs> that happens every day um and then so yeah I went, I went off for about four or five months to to western australia and um enjoyed it absolutely loved it you know i was out there and ended up meeting the last at the time and uh 
Best thing is, if you ever do break up with a girl, make sure she lives 12,500 miles away from you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, that's a different story for another day. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, it was it was fantastic. And I, I loved the lifestyle out there. It was brilliant. Red art. And, and I went back and I did some of there, some of here, some of there. So missed a lot of county matches, albeit kept on kept on the radio and that and kept in touch and what was going on. Uh, didn't seem to miss much down in the <laughs> conference north and that, but um, yeah, it's uh, love, love, love my cricket. That's my uh, that's my vice, if you will. I was about to start first game of seasons on Saturday, so need to be up for it. We do have a lot of uh, we've got a lot of Australian viewers and listeners, haven't we, Ross? Have we? We've got I've actually seen this. I've seen this. Yeah, took notes we've got of it. Quite, yeah. quite a few. In Australia. Oh, We've got Bill off the other. We've got Sydney Exile. I think there's a yeah, Sydney yeah. Hatter as well. There's, yeah, there's a. And when I look at our, what's the word? What's the word? Uh, the uh, thing our data, our analytics. Analytics is the word I was looking for. Yeah. Thank you, I, knew, I, I knew it had anal in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, was, I was looking through them, and yeah, there's, there's a lot of Australia. So, good day, lads. Although, yeah. although they'll have already seen this 24 hours ago. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we did quite we did quite well for uh, for that, don't we? We've got people in the USA as well that watch us. Uh, Matt Bryan's in want, Florida. Do you want a list of the countries? Yeah, Matt Bryan and Dave Maxwell both representing in Florida and California, respectively. South, Southeast Asia, we've got Jonathan mm-hmm. Fairfield. Oh, what are the others called? I know the others. Oh. Who, who've, who've we got in Singapore, mate? Come on. So well, I remember everyone's name. What? Who? It's Andy Goodliff in Singapore. Andy Goodliff. That's I, I wasn't even on that episode. Stadio Junkie and, as well in the USA. Stadio Junkie. Yeah, that's Dave Maxwell. Oh, did you already say him? Okay, right. Got our friend yeah. from Iceland as well, aren't we? Yes, yeah, Goodliff, yeah. who I, I was privileged to meet the other week. And he, he made me feel like a celebrity for a moment. And Russ wasn't there. I got recognised without Russ there for once. <laughs> we, we've uh, got listeners in Ireland. I'm assuming that's Paddy Madden's family. Uh, Spain, Thailand, Norway, the United Arab Emirates. See, there's Simon B in Sydney. Yeah, there you go. Good morning, Simon. Yep. Isle of Man, Mexico, Mexico. Who's Mexico? If you from, if you are that person from Mexico who lives in Mexico, let us know. Maybe it's the cartels. I've been watching Better Call Saul this week, so there is a a Facebook page just been created that's the Stockport County Uruguayan fans. And I've yeah. liked them on our account. They've liked back. That'd be great to get them on, wouldn't it? Oh. Well, if, I, I was very proud of the week. I met the Bagara family at the launch of Bagara Gin. And some of them have the most fantastic Sheffield accents. <laughs> there, was, there was a lady, and I'm re- I apologise because I didn't get your name because I was so blindsided by her telling me how much she enjoyed the show. And she said it was it was on her Spotify wrapped. No, it was her number one on her Spotify wrapped at the end of the year. So I was so blindsided, but she had the most fantastic Sheffield accent. Uh, the, the Bagara family have got this like Sheffield accent thing going on. It's amazing. I love it. I'm totally here for it. But yeah, we've got a keto in Japan. We've got a keto, keto in Japan. And, and Rishi. But Netherlands, Sweden, Russia, Canada, Austria, Romania, Egypt, Japan. This but, is the best World Cup draw ever. But look, I, I love this comment as well from El- Eladis. They're all using, they're yeah. just using VPNs, 
That would be absolutely. <laughs> probably are, aren't they? We're, yeah. we're going. You just spent like, ten we're... minutes naming all these countries, and it's a VPN, isn't it? Yeah. we're global. Yeah. We're all using VPNs. What? You mean no one's listening, Nepal? <laughs> <laughs> and Morocco, and and Cape Verde, Cape, the Cape Verde Islands, and Niger. <laughs> Dominican Republic, anyone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Trinidad. <laughs> Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> I do also like the uh, the demographics according to Spotify is eighty four percent male, thirteen percent female. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite. I'm quite. But yeah. but is it all just people with fake accounts masquerading? Is it actually eighty four percent female and thirteen percent male? Depends what the identifier has. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe identifies a refrigerator or something. Because if you're a proper creep <laughs> or something, then you might pretend to be. There's a few profiles that follow us on Twitter where it's like it's a woman, and then you think it's not though, is it? You're you're not. You're on Twitter for nefarious reasons. <laughs> right, should we wrap it up there? Some admin? It's, it's the best place. To, yeah, now we've just alienated our global audience. There's people sat there. There's people right now sat in Luxembourg going, how dare you say that I'm using a VPN? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 three, the 3% for the people who are asking, uh, the 3% of the male female... Not specified, not specified. So there's no satire to be had there. The bloody woke agenda. Admin, <laughs> 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 uh, Russell. Admin, yeah. The only one I've got is that the Ben Walker's Wardy and Lordy night is coming up soon, but I don't know when. That's all I've got. It's the 13th. Halifax game is Sunday the 15th. Friday the 13th is the night with Wardy and the special guests that I don't think have been named yet, Russell. Um, <laughs> Before this, Friday cat goes out of the bag. That's <laughs> yeah, Friday. So go to the Stockport County shirt collection and get your tickets for that via Eventbrite. And then I think the party is just continuing across that whole weekend because we'll we'll be also in Notion, won't we, on the Sunday we morning, Russell? We will be. Halifax. Assuming we are champions, which it's looking more likely with every passing week, uh, we are going to set ourselves up in Notion from probably 12 till 2 o'clock. Uh, we'd love people to come and visit us. Basically, what we're going to do is, might do a live show, I'm not sure yet, might do it pre-recorded, but I want to interview different people who listen to the show and just get your sort of view of how the season's gone, what it means to you, all that kind of stuff. Um, well, yeah, that's just, one just reason. Appears and, yeah, that's one reason to do it, but the reasons are actually twofold. One, two, because the second reason is so that our listeners in Sri Lanka, Argentina, <laughs> Iran, Malaysia, and Morocco, and Australia, of course, because we've actually got listeners there, so they can feel a part of the whole promotion vibe. Sorry, yes, that that is another good reason. Yes, that is another yeah, good so reason. They can feel like they're at the party. So that would yes. be a good reason to do it live, I think. Yes, to bring the exiles closer to the, what is happening and, and, the, and a bit of the atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, 
Well, we're st- slightly still on the subject of the county shirts evening there with Peter Ward and guests. We'll be giving away a pair of tickets next week. So, yes, make sure to watch live next week and we will. We'll probably give you like 24 hours after to still enter so that people who can't watch live aren't excluded from it. Well, that's fair enough, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we're giving them tickets, Russ. I what know. more can they ask for? Russ, I, need, I think you need fan cam for the games. Oh, go, no. go, go live at the games. I don't want people seeing me. No, well, no, I, 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 I draw the line. I, I have thought about it, honestly, right? And then when I've picked up, me, me, when I've, I've got a little thing that holds my phone that I could I could do it with, you know, like, and when I've picked it up in the house to go pre-match, I've just picked it up and looked at it and gone, no, nah, you're 41, put it down. <laughs> 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 why, why don't I'll leave that to the kids. Cam. I'll leave it to the kids. Get a helmet cam like that Francis gimp who goes chasing around <laughs> yeah. the train. He's not a gimp because he goes chasing around off the trains. You do what you want. He's a gimp because he's not actually what he says he is. Yes, no, that's right. He's a model, isn't he? Um, yeah, bloody, these the, bloody models. Nicky Sweeney West. Oh, God, not another competition. That's what this, I thought when Nick said we should do another competition. This one's going to be straightforward. You don't have to... Oh, you've oh, got to do... The famous I'll, last words. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say a keyword on the show. A safe um, word. A safe word, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, like me and Russ do when we're having our, our special Thursday nights. We'll say, we'll say a safe word and then... You can just comment, and anyone who comments the word I've said will be in with a chance. We're not. That's it. I'm not doing anything else. We've found a way we can pick a comment that will win, that, that won't backfire like last time. So it's, it's all going to be okay. Just just stick with us, guys. It's going to be like, we'll look after you. It's going it's to be fine. It's going to be fine. Oh, um, before we get onto the LP, Fan Hub... Um, yeah, nearly a thousand fans in Fan Hub now, um, and yeah, p- keep getting involved. Keep, I, I know loads of people do, so it's really good, um, and it is getting bigger and bigger every single week. So yeah, keep on doing that. Thank you to everybody that does that. Um, what is the album? Well, first, yes, oh. the winner did come forward from last week. Oh yes, did yes. You're gonna see some pictures. Because people don't, I don't think people believe us. So we're going to be meeting up with him probably next week and doing some pictures with him and Andy. And we'll probably be on the pictures as well, just to bookend the thing. Yes, um, and it's worth saying as well, Nick, he's a proper county fan. He's got the latest shirt and everything. And he's like, yeah, on his yeah. profile picture. Which then. makes the competition a bit redundant. Well, look, he can, <laughs> he can have another shirt, can't he, but... But yeah, the fact is, yeah. it's not—it's not some whopper who's like Pogboom no. numbers or something, is it? You know. No, he, I, I, I gave his profile at. a very good comb before. I, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think like the sex crimes unit of the Metropolitan Police don't go combing that far into people's histories and stuff. I was, I was going, I was googling him just to check there was no like historic convictions related, like. <laughs> hooliganism at a Man United game. I've, I've, got, I've done my homework. It's fine. Uh, well, we're on the admin. Jonathan, the Geordie Hatter, is back this Saturday with the County Away Day show. Subscribe to the Geordie Hatter on the Mixer app. And that is from half nine. And his special guest this Saturday, this guy. Yes. Yeah. So if you've not had enough of whatever I've done for the last hour and a half here, 
Then it's I'll like Christmas, isn't it? It's like a rare treat. It's like you get to see your yeah. twice. It's just double yeah. dose, mate. Double dose. Well, they don't they don't have to see me on that. It's it's just audio. Oh. Jamie, you keep you keep asking us to to yeah, Cheshire Cup, Senior Cup. It's not our it's not ours to plug. No, it's not. It's not it's not up to us to plug county stuff. Oh, there's stuff in the club shop if you want to. If you're you're a bit uh, a bit nippy, what with not being able to afford the rising heating bills, cheers government. Then you might want to pick yourself up a county hoodie to keep you warm on those long, long nights. Pencil cases are also available. Uh, hospitality is on sale for the remaining home games. Uh, <laughs> tickets to the Kevin Fancy event. If you want to go and see a, a, a Queen tribute band and go and trample all over Liam Cash's lovely pitch, you can do that. Just go to... Well, no, I'm not going to tell you where to go. Just find it. <laughs> David Wright definitely watched his pointless. The people in Tuvalu, New Zealand and the Cook Islands want to know what the album is. Come on. <laughs> Move it on. Jesus. That's the man there who watches pointless, <laughs> and I'm here for that. It is uh well it's summer, very summery today. I've had like a I've had a glaze on me, a sweaty glaze on me today. So when it's summer, the only thing you can do is whip out the kinks are the Village Green Preservation Society. Because one of the is up there with last week's LP, The Stone Roses, as a, a summer, I was going to say a Christmas album then. Definitely not Christmas. <laughs> a summer album. <laughs> but every day feels like Christmas when I'm on air with you, Russ. That's what it is. Oh, that's, 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 nice, that's nice. That's a nice thing to say. Thanks. Thank I, 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 do, I do enjoy you coming on the show. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> um, righty, Steve. Yes, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, pleasure's all mine. It's great. Great to be on, mate. I've enjoyed it. Good, good. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been an absolute scream. Cheers to Dave from earlier as well. We'll be back next week. Um, if you haven't already, I forgot to mention, if you haven't already, please like the, the episode and subscribe if you haven't as well. Uh, it does help and us. And on your podcast player, you can subscribe there on podcast players. That yeah. all goes to help us. It does. Plus anything up the chat. It does. Anything that you, if you can rate us or anything, comment, whatever. Uh, it all helps. So please do that. Do it now. Like like the show now, and then no, only rate if you're going to do a nice rate, a uh, nice rate rather. Like you said, Nick. <laughs> no negative. No. Nothing negative. Before no. we go, Russ, we we know where people can hear me on Saturday morning with Jonathan and the Jordy Hatter. Where can people hear you this weekend, apart from on the terraces at Yeovil? Well, yeah, I'll be on the terraces at Yeovil. You can hear me Sunday one till two on my indie classic rock show on Real Rock Radio. Um, yeah, that's my new slot. And I believe there might be a slot coming for you. Oh, so slots everywhere. <laughs> look, at all, look at all like a pair of slot badgers. Speaking of slots, what about the arcade video machines? Tell you what, you, you can come again. You can go smooth. Oh, that was filthiest of filthy slots. I know, I know. I thought he was there oh. with me, but you got sidetracked. Oh, God. <laughs> Nothing's right. going to beat this. It's all downhill from here. Right, let's end it there, guys. See you later. See you later. See you in a bit. Bye.
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.